Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get? When you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman. Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch in the Room, Graham Couch, alongside Jason Nick. Well, I'm down alongside Jason Nick. I am at my home studio. Jason Nick is in the studio risking it for the sake of our listeners. Um, although, I guess that's not the right way to do things right now. But we have taken the precautions. We are separated. We are as separated as you can be throughout Spotlight Studios. And this is our Friday show. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you been? You hanging in there? Yeah, it's great. Loving it. <laughs> it does not. It's not. It's not. No, I had a trying time at the doctor's office this morning. It was kind of interesting that um, it was a, an appointment that I forgot about, and they called me last night to remind me. I'm like, ah. like Teresa was telling me to cancel it. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'll just go in there. So I go in at 9.30, 15 minutes ahead of my time, only one in there. All of a sudden, a clown car of people just start pouring in, signing in, all bunched together. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I just kind of panicked, and I just left. Paid my copay and everything, but I, just, I went to the car and called. Then the nurse starts yelling at me. She's like, well, you should have just asked for a mask, and you could have just hung out in, in in the hallway there. And I'm like, wow, okay. I thought I was doing the right thing. I had to get out of there. There's too many people. No, I'm with Come you. On. I've, got a, I've got a doctor's appointment on Tuesday, I believe, right. that I have zero intention of going well, to. Well, I thought I was going to be kind of quarantining. I show up 15 minutes at a time. They take me to a room, right, make me wait for the doctor, boom, boom, like that, right? Not sit in a communal kind of waiting room. With a bunch of people that a couple appeared to be kind of sick under the weather, kind of old. And I was just like, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, a couple things. One, I, I don't want to put stress on the healthcare system. Now, it's not me showing up to, um, you know, some place where I'm going to need a ventilator or where I'm, uh, you know, where they're dealing with really sick patients at the same time. Sure. But the other, if I go to a doctor's office, then I come home. Like, the, the odds that I bring something home to my wife or my mom lives around the the street around the corner you know like i i'm just not i i'm just not into that you know and it's 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 a you know whatever we'll we'll get back to it i th- i think one of the things that's going to get real interesting and i sense this from uh from friends and and other is just how much patience we have for each other and you know how uh, cuz we're all going to have different problems in this situation and i think at some point we're going to get real tired of 
people complaining about their problems to varying degrees. And I, that's going to be interesting how we how we handle this as a as a society a little bit. I wrote a little bit about this for for Sunday's LSJ, um, but we're going to have some fun today. Uh, we're going to do our Groovy Donuts Twitter questions, get into those, some really good stuff from you guys, and um, still a lot Michigan State hoops and football-related, a lot of stuff otherwise, as, as you, f- you figure it might be uh, coming coming forward. And also, Groovy Donuts is, is still open, and um, their hours are a little adjusted, only open till noon now, but you can still go get Groovy Donuts there. If you call ahead, they will bring them out to your car, and a uh, great way to just, you know, Feel good for the day. Grab some groovy donuts. Help out a local business. The business has been really good to us and good to a lot of people in the community. One of the things I've been really impressed with Andrew and Monica about is seeing their Facebook uh, feeds. They're, they're, you know, they don't know what's going on with their own business. I think there are a lot of nerves, a lot of fear there, and yet you see them at, at, at places like Peanut Barrel and other places and, and promoting other businesses that are in similar spots and, and using their money where they can to uh, to help keep others alive, and I think that's really cool. So. Absolutely. If you got the money, and if you're not in a spot where, and I think a, people are in all sorts of different situations, a lot of people beginning to fear getting laid off, a lot of economic uncertainty. But if you're in a spot where you're not as fearful, you have extra money to do that with. Uh, you know, pick the the local businesses that that matter to you and and help preserve them. And and, and certainly Groovy Donuts, I think, is one that that is incredible tasting and um, is worth is worth preserving. So, hell yeah. Absolutely. Are right, you want to dive into these? And see, I was like, you know, you should probably get a gift card from Groovy Donuts. She's like, I want the donuts. She's like, I want <laughs> that's them now. the problem. Yeah, like, I guess the we'll problem have to is, get both. Then. I, I do think this is Groovy Donuts' best shot. And and, and and look, these are going to be really trying times for a lot of businesses. But they sell a product that's that's basically crack cocaine. You know, like I mean, to some of us at least. True. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, if you know, uh, yeah, it's it, they're just their donuts are just different than other people's, and and it's it's. Uh, it's a food item that I can get by without a burger, right? Harder for me to get by without without donuts. So anyway, let's uh, let's dig into these uh, these groovy donut Twitter questions. You ready? Sure, man. Dominic up first. Why the sudden change of heart on granting another year for winter sports? It wouldn't even benefit MSU as Cassius is done. But isn't it, isn't it the nice and right thing to do? I think it it was just complicated because most winter sports athletes were done. And so you're giving them another year for missing nothing. And there are a few that miss the opportunity. And, again, I would have been okay with it, wouldn't have been outraged by it. I'm not outraged by this either. I think the other thing that's happening is we all felt like – like a week ago we felt like the NCAA tournament was the biggest uh, – that not happening was like a, just inhumane and the biggest tragedy in the world, right? And now as this get, gets more serious and, and there's there just seems to be some closure to that a little more, at least for me, that seems to be a little less important. And I, I just think it was going to be complex. And, I mean, I think that's what it came down to. And, and more athletes than not uh, had already finished their seasons. Next one from Dominic. Why am I wasted right now during a March Madness tourney on PS3 with my friends? Because that's what there is to do. And and that one of the cool things, I think, man, I mean, is that we are at least a little more connected, right, through FaceTime and through – Can you? I mean, Jason, can you imagine this happening in 2000, mm-hmm. given what we had – I mean, how – hard it was to interact with each other i mean just beyond aol chat rooms i think it would be great because we really don't know anything differently in 2000 right like aol like dial up that was normal when you could start your fire up your computer go make a sandwich eat it that that is true you're used to a slower pace which helps right yeah like there's that that um town in west virginia 
where they they're because they're close to some sort of satellite i believe they're they're not allowed to have wi-fi or anything right they're not that. allowed to have yeah that was a good article. yeah and, and and they seem happy as can be because they don't know any different like there is a part of me that thinks if if life was slower this would be an easier adjustment but i also think it would be harder if information didn't move as quickly right now and we need information to move quickly i mean just this afternoon right tax is not due till july 15th and there's a part about that article about the people from west virginia that is kind of nice you read and go yeah but how long would you last you know what i mean like a weekend or something like that or just not having any internet or anything like that i think they have a hardwire computer in their they house do. right but well and the other thing is nuts. the other thing is it would be harder for us to do social distancing at work like right now they're having enough problems with the state workers in michigan but the legislature and the senate's home you know uh my wife's home at the, the State Bar Association. The, the newspapers are all working remotely. That would be very difficult to do 20 years ago. Impossible to do. And so you'd have, um, you know, it'd be harder not to not to keep spreading it. And, and so that would be, um, it would have been interesting if this happened pre-9-11, though. Because even though this is a very different thing, I do think that there are, um, there are people who, uh, yeah, like we've been through something before in 2008 a lot of people came out of college in that economy and it affected their lives and people coming out now it's going to affect their lives but we've seen this stuff pretty recently in our lifetimes where we sort of have to uh, bond together um and um you know i don't know this is different but you know what i'm saying sure. or maybe you don't that's a horrible point let's move on wesley collins up next if you could only have one which one do you take alcohol or sports Sports without question. Like, I, I, I love drink, but I can get by without drinking. I actually feel better when I don't drink. I don't know about you. Are you going sports? Oh, I'd go sports because they didn't say anything about weed. So, I'm still Well, good. okay, no alcohol or weed. or No, you can't do that. No, no, no. That wasn't the question. <laughs> this is a very Wesley, hypothetical. Wesley anyway. Collins distinctly said alcohol or sports. Like, to me, I, yeah, I need alcohol a lot less if I have sports. Mm. And and, and I, you just, yeah, no, it just, there's so much more of my daily life that's disrupted without sports than without booze. That is true. I would still take sports and weed. But uh, Danny Boy up next. Lake Michigan and Notre Dame in football, does MSU basketball get higher early season rankings because of the Izzo factor? Well, maybe only not nearly as inflated ratings as Michigan and Notre Dame in football, but somewhat inflated. Oh, absolutely. It's why for a long time, and this is I don't know this is true, but this is like 10 years ago I read a, a piece uh, by Chad Millman, I believe, uh, who had done the research on teams that were perennial top 25 basketball teams that covered the most and least covering the spread. And Michigan State covered like less than anybody because they had usually less talent than their ranking. That What they did in March would often lead to a, a balloon sense of the program and what they were in terms of being able to dominate people. And so that that was ultimately what what how that happened but yeah no there there is absolutely that if michigan state had the roster it had last year and although you know they had guys coming back but and their name was kansas state they're not the number one you know preseason number one team in the nation that's just, that's just part of the the way it goes and this is why rankings which do influence uh even in i think in, in basketball but more so in football rankings cannot be part of uh, the, the 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 national championship or the playoff or any sort of consequential um, tournament or uh, who gets picked for a playoff because like w- w- you know it was just uh, the other day people were going around talking about the idea that Kansas because they're the AP uh, 
top 25 winner or finish number one, that they should be crowned national champion. Those Are you kidding me? I mean, I've been part of those rankings too long. I know exactly how much effort goes into some of them, how much analysis, who's doing the analysis, how much time they have to do them. And they also don't think there is any consequence to them like there would be if you're giving a team the number one champion. And then they talked about the metrics. And let me tell you, metrics, it, it, I love Ken Palm. I use it all the time. I use a lot of plus-minus things. I use I use metrics as a guide. But I love hoops. I love analyzing hoops beyond that. And what you see and what you know and, and what you trust with your own eyes sometimes I think is a, is a big part of that. Michigan State is a great example this year. Michigan State is a team that dominated the metrics in the Big Ten and did not dominate the Big Ten, and we all know that. If the, if Michigan State was every team every year, Ken Palm would not exist because the metrics just don't show what the team was in terms of matchups, in terms of uh, end-of-game play, in terms of the way they got off the starts on the road. The metrics don't show it largely. They were Otherwise, they were a runaway Big Ten champion, and that's not what, what happened. And uh, I think there is you, you, there's a balance between using them and seeing the game on the floor, and uh, some people lean too heavily to that. Others don't use them enough, and uh, I think there's a sweet spot you got to find. Do you think there's an ISO factor with like seedings in the NCAA tournament, maybe at all? Is there a factor you, you, in those? You'd say yes, but they haven't really been helped by it if there is one. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't think so, because and, and credit to the NCAA selection committee because there shouldn't be, but you look at the team that lost to Middle Tennessee State in 2016. That team was absolutely a one seed, right? And they didn't get the help from winning the Big Ten title, that or the Big Ten tournament title. Jeez, Freudian, I slipped myself there. Um, because they don't factor that game in. It's too late on that Sunday of Selection Sunday. And uh, they've had a couple others where I don't think they were the seed they should have been based on Izzo. 2013-14 is a great example. That was a team that had some injuries and some things go on. But that team was as talented as any Michigan State team I've ever seen. And Virginia paid the price, for example, in the uh, Sweet 16, even though that team eventually lost in the Final Eight. Danny Boy up again. Some biggest A-hole bracket contestants. Couch, The Rube, Rico Beard, Stephen A., Feinbaum, Dockich, Valeni, Hondo, Album, uh, Max Kellerman, Skip Bayless, Jim Rome, Cowherd, Peter King, Kornheiser, Gus Johnson, Lebertard, Bomani Jones, Portnoy, Whitlock, Bill Simmons, and Rob Parker. It's a pretty good list there. Um, anybody think, else? You I think Rico has a sneaky, the... sneaky four seed. Yeah, he is. I think he could get some votes. I, I do too. I, yeah. I, I, think, I didn't know Bill I, Simmons was that big of an a hole. I listened to his pod. I kind of like him. Um, I, I think some people view him that way. Yeah, I enjoy his, I enjoy his podcast too. I mean, there are people I, who are I, on here that I enjoy. I used to be a huge Colin Cowherd guy, mm. and I'm not really anymore. Um, but I used to like his shtick a little bit, and I used to like his. I don't know. It's it's not the same as it used to be. It used to be. Uh, it used to feel a little more personal. It used to feel a little less obvious. Uh, if if that makes any I, like sure. Coward's a guy. I feel like Coward's probably like us. You know, you listen for a year and you're like, that was really good, but you can't do a second year. That's what I worry about people with us. Like we kind of heard that. Or when we get the seven million dollar payday and go to L.A. turn into a completely different person. Persons. Nah, we'll still That's what happened to talk. Coward, pretty much, right? We'll still take mostly Michigan State Groovy Donut Twitter questions. <laughs> Seven mil, man. I get it. Um, a lot of good names. In that. We we should do that. Uh, Buna, Buna, Buna writes in. So so before you say that, but you're right, and I totally agree. And this is an interesting thing right now is 
and we talked about this the other day, and we were going to ask it one Twitter question, and I didn't feel 100% right that day. I think this is going to be an interesting thing for our show, and, and I do have like an idea list, because people keep suggesting ideas for segments, and I think there are some some things we can do uh, moving forward and, and, and jotting those down. But there are days where like things are happening outside that makes it feel like you shouldn't do that list. Like if, if we're within 10 days of like the worst of coronavirus and looking like Italy and just real mass fear, like I, I don't want to – that's not the day for the be a dick Twitter question, right? If people are losing jobs left and right, huge layouts numbers. So you have to sort of be ready for it. Be ready to pull it back because I feel like you have to sort of get where people are in the world, and there are days that are lighter feeling days and days that aren't. I think you're thinking about it too much. I probably these am. people are still a holes no matter what happens. Uh, Buna Buna, who has the biggest disconnect between their appearance and their voice? Couch the Rube or Will Teeman? He got it. I mean Teeman. I mean that he appears to have that kind of voice. I don't know. He looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. He got it. I don't know. I, I think feel it like would we, be we look like the same. Yeah, I think if when I lose weight, it would be me. Because I can look like right now I sound like a sloth and I look like one. And but if I were to drop 40 pounds and be really fit and look like a better looking dude, I would still sound like this, which isn't which isn't good. Is that Elizabeth saying that or you? No, this is me. Oh, this is, yeah, no, I'm no, sorry. This I is, can tell if you're, this is not something she would say. When she daydreams. I mean, she might agree with it, but <laughs> when she just stares off she, at daydreams. She, 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 put it this way. She did not <laughs> fall in love with me as I look now. That is not That was not how we, I looked when we began dating. Mm-hmm. So, I feel your pain. Yeah. Uh, maybe Mebby writes in, who picks the music coming back from break? I'm guessing Jason. That is a good guess, but I do take song recommendations. You know, People on Twitter do tweet at me if they want to hear something played, and I usually play it. But, yeah. Yeah, if it I was, was me, I don't it'd trust be, Graham. No, I, good reason. I mean, it'd be like, do you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men? And boom, it, all of a sudden, you know, it'd be like, and welcome back to Couch in the Room. It would just be weird. It would be weird all around. Dug. Sure. Yeah. Ryan Schultz says, which team was more likely to win it all? 2014 Spartans if Keith Appling didn't have the injury and ensuing slump, or the 16 Spartans if they had played their absolute best basketball in, ter- in the tourney? It's a really good question here, and I would say 2014 because I think that was the – even though they ran into a guard in UConn and, and Nate Shabazz Napier who was just out of playing out of his mind, that was a Michigan State team that had a lead in that game that was that, – that had found a little something even though they were never quite what they had been earlier. But that, that team was so loaded. If, that, if the team that was in the beginning of January or really November through January had arrived in March and never had that Appling injury and uh, – it, to me, it's them. It's it's they were just that good. They were, they would be remembered as one of the as not just is is a champion that was a great champion. Sixteen though, I mean, you look at how far Syracuse got in that tournament after getting to play uh, Middle Tennessee. I, that's a really good question. I, I I think that sixteen team had a real had a real shot too. They were clearly not as matchup proof. The Kenny Goins injury hurt them, um, but I would say fourteen. Ryan Schultz says, how many groovy donuts should Marcus Bingham eat throughout this, this offseason? All of them. We All should get him donuts. a gift card. How about yes. that? I don't know. Is that an NCAA violation? Ah, that's a good question. It's not me, though, because not for me. Like, I have no interest. I My interest would be in groovy donuts, not in him. So 
if anything, it would be, you know, it'd have to be the vice versa. If your interest was, if you're a fan or a booster and your interest is in, in, in Marcus Bingham, that's one thing. But if you're a, a fan or a booster of Groovy Donuts, I don't think that's an NCAA violation. So it might depend who gave him the gift card, right? That's true. Uh, next one from Ryan. Should there be a weekly spin zone for Graham to try telling us all of the positives that can come out of this situation? I like it. That's actually not a bad You idea. are about to enter the spin zone with noted news. You can try it right now. So here's the thing about coronavirus and being uh, quarantined and, and, and shut in is you, you're going to get to find out about yourself at a different level. You're going to get to find out what's important to you. You're going to get to find out about your spouse, your kids. Um, these are all, you're going to get to slow down the pace of life. There are things that aren't important to your life you're going to find out about, things you don't want anymore. There are things like kids going to school at 6.50 in the morning on a school bus. It's actually absolutely ridiculous. And maybe we no longer tolerate that coming out of this. There are going to be things that you find in your own life you're wasting time with and things that you value more. And your kids are going to understand the importance of maybe reading a book or things like that and, and how to entertain themselves. Their imaginations are going to be better. I grew up, I had fantasy leagues in my head when I was like eight years old, nine years old in the living room. I mean, th- these are things that maybe they'll develop and it's le- you know led to a, a lifetime of imagination. I think some kids don't get. So lots of positives from coronavirus and being, and being quarantined. All right, next question. Andrew Gautier, does it seem like the Lions have spun their wheels so far in free agency? Seems to be no real progress the last several years except dumping team captains and pissing off our better players. This organization is headed for another losing season. So just to let you guys know, this is after the next question, this is Andrew's most positive uh, question of the day. I can tell Andrew's having a having a tough week. Um, the uh, – I. I don't know. It, it's early still. I mean, what what do we expect from them? Like, is there more you expected or wanted from them in this free agency? Um, I think a lot of people want them to make a splash, get a, a free agent that you know who they are, and that has been the Bob Quinn way for a little for for years, right? Of just finding these guys for cheap, getting rid of free agents that big name that we have, and get rid of guys, get rid of guys. So like he mentioned, you know, the captains and stuff like that. I mean. You got a guy like Todd Gurley out there, ten ten and a half million, one year deal. Can't go after that. You think your running game solidified? I don't know. I think people just want bigger names, and they're not going to get it. Yeah, and like I don't want Todd Gurley. Like I, eh, to, to me, ten and I mean, a half. I don't know. Yeah, but I, is, is Kerryon Johnson to me still a developing player who I think can be better than Gurley is right now? Yeah, you know, like I don't, I don't. If I could get Todd Gurley from two thousand seventeen. I mean, yeah, of course, but that's why he was the highest paid, you know, player or running back in the sport for a little while. I, I, I I'm not, I, I'm just not disappointed yet. The draft is the thing where I think I get a little more judgy on the Lions. This next one's kind of positive, so I don't know what you're talking about. Have you guys heard from friends more recently than normal? I've gotten more phone calls from buddies this week than the last three months. I guess these things kind of bring what's important to the forefront. Should have used this in the spin zone. Yeah, lots of calls from, from friends. Um, you know, I haven't yet some texts. I did talk to a friend on the phone who I used to talk to on the phone as a teenager all the time. We'd just chat, and i go over and hang at his house a lot, but we can't really do that right now. So we just, you know, we just chatted for like, you know, half hour on the phone. It was kind of fun, and it's not that much different than what we do at his house. I mean, usually we're drinking whiskey together and watching basketball, but uh, it was 
I, I do think there will be more of that, especially if this goes on for a little bit of time, because there are people in your lives you, you miss. And I think uh, FaceTime becomes important with certain people. Like I'm, my mother has a flip phone, and we have uh, an iPhone at the house that was my dad's that we are going to make sure she understands how to use FaceTime. Because you worry about people like that not having uh, enough um, just just people in their lives and interaction and things like that. Does she have a jitterbug? I don't know what the, what is a jitterbug. Oh, it's what they uh, they used to put have that commercial airing like every thirty seconds, like on Sunday mornings of a jitterbug for old people. My grandparents had one. It's a jitterbug uh, what, flip phone. Oh, it's a flip. Phone. No, no, this is like just uh, I don't know what year it was, and it might have been the last because I remember when they when they got these together, these last phones. Already, Verizon was like, "Yeah, we might have some somewhere." Um, you know, they might have gotten like the last two you could buy, because um, then my dad got a uh, a uh, smartphone at some point, an iPhone, or or he got my sister's hand me down. Actually, is what happened when she she got a new one. But either way, it's yeah. It, it and the, the problem is, and I know that the, I'm not around my mom right now enough to, especially it's like any new new. Um, electronic thing or any, it takes a couple weeks to really love it or get used to it and especially at a certain age and so i you know i just want her to basically be able to get on it and facetime if she knows how to do that that's a win all right next one from andrew when are we going to stop hearing about how bored people are at home you're not uh being drafted to nam you're being asked to sit on your ass or sit your ass on the couch and watch netflix for your country so this is where I'm getting at, like, so somebody like Andrew and a lot of other people who run small businesses or are kind of in the fight for their lives right now in terms of their, their work. Um, and I think there are going to be other people who are in, in service industries or places that are essential, viewed non-essential and can't, um, you know, have to go to work. And there are going to be other people who are really stressed out about it. I think this is going to be where it gets difficult. And you got to be, as, as we get on social media, as we get on Twitter, you got to be lighthearted. But you got to strike the right tone, and you got to understand some people aren't going to get it. Like the complaining about life not being fun is going to strike the wrong chord with some people, and I think we just have to be aware of that, right? Like, I mean, my life right now is nowhere near as fun as it usually is. It's not awful. I'm just hanging out here with my wife, doing a radio show midday, writing a few columns here and there. It's not awful at all. Paycheck's still coming in for this week, at least. Um, my wife has a steady job. So even if it stops coming in, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll survive. But not everybody feels that way. And so I have to be cognizant of, or not everybody's in that situation where for, for some people it's not as fun. But I also think we've got to be lighthearted. Like I, I think there are people who are putting funny memes and funny things out there on, on social media that are great to watch. Like somebody talked about this homeschooling things going well so far, uh, two suspensions, um, and uh, one student or one teacher fired for drinking on the job, you know, two suspensions for fighting. And I mean, that's just fun things like that. You know, I mean, we have to be able to have fun memes, fun things shared. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jason, help me out. I, no, I, I totally get you. Uh, this one from Andrew as well. Should all the dumbass uh, spring break party kids be quarantined to their respective locations? We don't need those dipshits traveling right now and potentially spreading that virus exponentially. By the way, how ridiculous ridiculously selfish it's yeah it's a bad look right i mean when you see these and the way they look to some of these kids are like just quintessential douchebag like like that one kid with the rosy cheeks and the um 
and the hat who keeps talking every time they show his meme down down in Florida. I mean, I don't know. What, what's your perception of these guys? What should we do with them? I think, you know, uh, like the the show Cops back in the day when we would watch it, they used to, guys with warrants, they would offer a free TV, and you'd have to come down to, like, the VFW hall to pick it up, and that's how they would catch them. We can do the same, uh, say, free trip to so-and-so and see all these kids show up, and then we just lock them and quarantine them that way. Because that's they used to get guys with outstanding warrants. They'd say, hey, free TV. Here's your thing. Here's your coupon. Come down and get it. And the people would come down. If you're that dumb, you get quarantined. Yeah, or you just have bulldozers start from the back of the beach and start going towards the water. And if you're in the way, hope you can swim. You know, I mean, really, the elementary backstroke would be my recommendation. That's, I think you can get three hours out of that at least. Ordered these tickets six months ago, bro. Come on. Got to do it. <laughs> uh, next one from Andrew. Usually try to avoid getting political, but here goes. Should the Republican senators who sold millions in stock after a January 24th coronavirus confidential briefing be throat punched for profiting when they should have been uh, sounding the alarm? Yes, and it's not just any any senator who's caught doing this because it is it, – it's. I mean, you are any, – any person in public service who has – does not do their first duty. I mean, I don't want to say it's treason, but it's, man, it's bad. Like, this is a public health crisis that our country was two months behind on in a lot of ways, and there were people who knew it and and knew we, we needed to do other things. And if you were doing self, stuff for self-gain, that ain't right. Now, that said, look, if somebody, if I thought the economy was going to collapse, I would want to unload stocks too. They're in a position where they took an oath uh, yeah, throat punch is the least of it. Jailed is probably where they're headed. Matt Boone up next. Did each staff member on a t- on team get an assistant for recruiting in football, or was that the remark I saw online not true? Yeah, I, that remark. Yeah. yeah, did you see this? Was this in one of the stories or one of the thing on Mel Tucker? I, I did not see I this. You know, and uh, it, it is. I'm not saying it's not uh, possible because it's easy enough if you only have ten coaches right or whatever and you have a somebody who's helping you with the um and it's very possible my my attention has been somewhat somewhat limited on that um but i yeah i mean you might need help with some of the uh different i mean i I would imagine most people have i mean there's a football secretary and there are different people who are support staff and i would imagine most coaches have somebody they can lean on right now for things that they need done, either technologically or or just uh, administratively. Next one from Matt. Can Graham finally start his piece on worst takes from his past pieces since he might not be as busy? This is actually a really good idea um, because I never did get to the worst takes column, and there's no better time. we got all the time in the world right now than taking my worst takes. And there have been a few more worst takes. Like Some would argue the uh, Cassius Winston second team. Uh, all Big Ten belongs in the uh, the worst takes, and I'll certainly put it in there uh, for the sake of for the sake of the of the, of the people. Um, it probably belongs. I, I don't I don't necessarily agree, but I will put it in there because I think that's what people would would think it is. Jeffrey Mulder says, "If you could be top a top tier professional athlete in any sport, which would you choose and why?" Where are you at on this? It's baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guaranteed cash. Longest career, yeah. I don't like people throwing at me, but it, yeah, right. But I mean, you're in the dugout for the other the opposing at bat, so you get to kind of a rest there. I mean, basketball, you're up and down, going. Yeah, you get a break here and there, but 
I mean, yeah. Either basketball or baseball. If I was good at baseball. Would my, be my, mine would be basketball just because I love playing the sport so much. Uh, so I would enjoy I mean, I, I love slow pitch softball and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I would love playing baseball too. But the guarantee, guaranteed cash is key. So, right, it's got to be sure. basketball or football. If you're a starting pitcher, it's like once every five days. You know, how yep. great is that? And they're worried I mean, about your arms. So you can't pitch as much. Right, you get to take at least eighteen months off with one Tommy John surgery now. Right. Um, that's sort of it, and that you get paid through that. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it would be one of those. The the, the traveling, the, I, I don't know. Being a basketball player to me would be would be it though. That would be that would be badass. Just the the in and out of cities, and the, I don't know. Baseball would too, because you get to sit down for three days in a city, and it's a good question. I, I would go basketball. Though. David Jackson, I'm next. Thanks to you, Graham. I have supported several local restaurants, not national chains, with gift certificate purchases, even though I realize if the business fails, I lose my money. My question is, with a good deed like this, help me out when I face St. Peter at the Pearly Gates? You probably need to do more than that, but it, it can't hurt. I mean, this is the right thing to do. And if you have money to give that doesn't need to be spent on your direct family to get by the next week or month or two or whatever, then... Uh, I think you should support what's important to you and, and uh, support Groovy Donuts and other places like that that, uh, that that could really use it right now and, and that you value, any place that you value. There's a, a restaurant in our, our community, Harry's Place, that is in our uh, neighborhood that is being pretty well propped up right now by the neighborhood and is also offering delivery for people over 65 uh, just in the neighborhood. All right, next one from David. Am I crazy for thinking that good health care, uh, good health alone will make the Spartan offensive line a much better unit? Collins will have a 1,400-yard rushing season. Well, I mean, it would help, right? But they've got to take a real step, and, and they might. They like these young guys. It's a new offensive line coach. Um, and, boy, he's going to look good if they do look a lot better because it's been so long since they've had a good offensive line. And some of it, though, might just be their development. Like the last group never really developed. That doesn't usually happen. Usually at some point you develop, and so the odds are that they're going to get significantly better at some point. I don't know if – but, again, it will be a test to the group they just recruited a year ago uh, whether that really happens. Next one from David. Will Imani Bates reclassify or not? And what season will Bates be a freshman starter for MSU? My gut says he does. Um you know, it'll be interesting. So he'll have one more year at, in, in high school. I mean, what else is he going to be able to do in high school? The, the problem is he's a really thin dude. That doesn't mean he won't be able to – I mean, he'll be able to play at the Big Ten level. There's some physical development that he needs before he can go to the NBA anyway. So I'm curious to see how his body fills out a little bit over the um, over the next uh, year or so. Let's do one more and then, uh, and then take a break. Good idea. Why does the free press – this is from David – why does the free press continue to show – unsubstantiated charges by Curtis Blackwell on the MSU sports page, yet the Michigan page and the free shows nothing on the U of M doctor who molested Wolverine students for generations. Does the U of M SID run the free press? I, I, I mean, I saw this tweet. I've got to imagine it's an updated story. The, the way those things work usually is the, the fronts are just done based on what's recent news. And if, But but that's, you know, it, look, I'm telling you right now, there is no bias. And if you look for bias, you can always find something you don't like. Um, there's no intentional bias, but often what, what's interesting about the Blackwell situation is you've got a guy who's got limited credibility with all these accusations, and so I, I do think there is a, a point where how high, how big we play all this stuff needs to be 
uh, we need to be careful with it, but it's still a story. And um, there's no question that the, the U of M doctor piece has not gotten the the run, per se, lately that, that it was on, the, the track that it was on before coronavirus hit, um, because that's a lot of news reporters are doing other things, and that probably has... Because uh, one is a sports story and be done by sports people who are free, and the other is a news story being done by news people who have a million other things going on right now and, and th- th- advancing that story. So that is that is part of it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more of your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Come enjoy irresistible, award-winning, handcrafted donuts and locally roasted coffee at Groovy Donuts. Surprise your family or coworkers with special holiday designs and flavors, or put the perfect finishing touch on an event with a custom order. Birthdays, weddings, gender reveals, our friends at Groovy Donuts are your answer. Experience the Groovy Donuts difference for yourself on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing or in Williamston. Get more information or place an order at GroovyDonuts.com. Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi? Sip on handcrafted cocktails or one of 46 beers on tap. Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30 60 inch TVs or stop in for the all you can eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casket Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Update. Tom Brady is officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He signed his contract this morning, made an announcement on uh, social media. The two-year deal is worth 30 mil per season. Get your Super Bowl tickets now. In other NFL news, yesterday the Los Angeles Rams cut former stud running back Todd Gurley. He'd been plagued by knee injuries the last couple of seasons. Already he has a new job. He's going back to Georgia, signing a contract with the Atlanta Falcons. It's a one-year deal for the three-time Pro Bowler. Gurley is just 25 years old. And finally, come hell high water or the coronavirus, the Japanese are committed to having the Olympic Games. The Olympic flame has arrived in Japan. We get the latest from Bill Zimpfer. The special transport plane carrying the iconic flame arrived in northeastern Japan Friday morning after it was lit at the traditional site in Greece on March 12th. The Olympic torch relay will begin from Fukushima, Japan on March 26th. Japanese officials continue to say the summer games in Tokyo, scheduled to begin in late July, are on as scheduled. Bill Zimpfer, NBC News Radio. That's your Spotlight Sports Update. I'm Doug Warren. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. This is the Dark Development Business Brief. As more and more people are working remotely from home during the coronavirus outbreak, America's internet infrastructure is increasingly being put to the test. Tim Berrigan is with Creative Strategies and says the backbone of America's internet is sound, but too many people streaming at the same time could cause companies to consider throttling connections. There's been a request for Netflix to slow down their actual transmission. You'll still get the movies, but not maybe not at high resolution of definition. He says the best thing to do to reduce the stress on the internet is to stream at lower quality or limit streaming altogether. Hi, I'm Marcia Zimmerman, Marketing Manager for Dart Development, partnering with you to customize your business space in our premier property. With unparalleled solutions, locations, and value, it's time to stand out from the competition. Be distinctive with Dart Development. 
Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Every one of these decisions I take very seriously. They weigh on me heavily. I know this impacts our economy, but the worst thing we can do is not be aggressive now and watch this last longer and hurt more people. But it is definitely intended to be temporary, and I am cognizant that this will come with some hardship to businesses and to employees across our state. Live 6 to 9 a.m. or at mibigshow.com. Gambling, booze, and lots of opinions. You're listening to Couch in the Room. All right, Graham Couch, Jason Nick. Answering your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Reminder, Groovy Donuts is open right now. Open till noon every day but Monday. You can go to GroovyDonuts.com to place special orders. Call ahead if you want the donuts brought out to the car, or you can still go inside. You can't eat inside, but you can line up six feet apart and, and pick up your donuts. And uh, enjoy. Uh, don't let donuts be taken from you uh, in these times. All right, uh, let's get back to uh, let's get back to these questions, Jason. All right, Steve Isbeister writes in: As more and more celebrities or sports figures come down with the coronavirus, can Jason give us a running list with his will team? And he got it. He got it. I mean, come on, Steve. It's it's too soon. Can't make jokes about the coronavirus. But I did find it interesting yesterday. <laughs> New Orleans Saints head coach, uh, what's his nuts? I can't. Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton said that. He's got the or I don't know if he said it, but the Saints came out and said he has it. Then he's like, I really don't have any of the symptoms. I still feel the same. But it's like breaking news all over ESPN. So are we just going a little too crazy with this? Eh, I mean, there's not a lot of other news, right? So that's the problem. Let's panic. Uncle Scoot says, what's the most underrated sports movie? I would put Breaking Away up there. as one that doesn't get talked about a lot about the uh, Little 500, the bike race in uh, in Indianapolis that uh, – what Dennis Quaid and, and um, who's the guy who's the burglar from Home Alone right now? Um, Joe Pesci. No other one. The guy that played next to Joe Pesci in that movie. Yeah, God, why uh, am I, Daniel Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're not the stars of it, but it's it's a really good movie. It takes place in Bloomington, Indiana. Anyway, I, that would be my recommendation for a good movie. Uh, a little bit dated, but really funny. Those guys are a lot younger um, and um, underrated sports movie. You got one? Cool Runnings. Oh yeah, Cool Runnings. Great movie. See, are these underrated? I mean, these are movies we love, but I don't know if they're underrated. As Man, a I sports, I mean, because I was going to say Tin Cup as well, but I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of highly rated, so who knows? I might watch Cool Runnings tonight, actually. That sounds really good. There you go. We could live tweet it together. What time are you watching it? <laughs> Dan Grafe writes in, you've just won an all-expense-paid trip to anywhere in the world, but you can only go if you take three of the people you dislike the most with you. Who are they, and where are you going? Oh, Three people you really dislike. Hmm. So who are the three people you most dislike that you'd be willing to stay on air? Yeah. Graham. Uh, yeah. I, w- I don't really want to I don't know. I don't really dislike. I mean, Dockage, but I don't know if I really dislike him to the point where I wouldn't. I mean, after he told his, you know, taking money off Jordan on a golf course story like twice. I mean, he'd probably be fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anybody that despise, dislike. Right. I mean, 
I'm trying to think who would be just really. I mean, there, there are people I despise and dislike that I don't want to say because people know who they are. Like, you know, I mean, I despise Matt Charbonneau, Chris Solari, and, and Hondo Carpenter, but I don't want to get sense. into that here. Makes you know? sense, yeah. And where are we going to go? I, I mean, if you're going to be in hell already, well, you might as well go to Phoenix when it's hot, you know, and just really be in hell altogether. Now, do you have to hang out with those three the whole time? Like, you can't go do your own thing? Right? I mean, because if you could just, you have to travel there and you can kind of break off, do your own thing, have to hang out at night. It's a lot different. This is a good question. I'm actually going to copy this down and come back to like dislike because I think there is a. Um, I don't want to spend all, all all show on it, but we we may we may use it later. Dan, appreciate it. Next one from Dan. Why are there self help groups if it's supposed to be self help? It's a fair question. It's a fair question. Dan also has another good one. Do blind people see in their dreams? I think they do if they once saw. But I don't know if they were always blind. It's a good question. These are Dan. These are deep questions. I can tell we're we're we'll have a blind person on Monday. Two segments. We'll That's right. Two se- <laughs> Next one from Dan. Why do we say after dark when it's actually really after light? Is this from like a Seinfeld joke book or something? This is good. I like it. I, it's a, these are tough. Que- I mean, I don't have answers. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, Chris from New York with another great question. Would you rather have legs the length of your arms or arms the length of your legs? Oh, arms the length of my legs. My legs aren't that long anyway, so I would just have normal size arms if I had arms. Isn't the length like of Matty my legs. Cisco? He has got the same length on both, doesn't he? It's possible. I've seen it's the opposite. I, I, there was a guy named Andre Ricks. It, I covered at Western Michigan. I lived in Kalamazoo, by the way. And, and man, he, it was like I mean, his knuckles would almost hit the floor. I mean, it was his arms were so long. It's good if you're a basketball player. It helps you dribble low to the ground and have good reach. You know, especially if you're only five nine. Next one from Chris. Would you rather have constantly smelly feet or breath? Feet, because you can cover them up. Breath, you're in people's face, and that would be bad. Talk closely. Chris from New York also with this one. Would you rather have supermodel looks and dumb as a rock or Einstein IQ and fugly? Where are you at on this? I would rather have supermodel looks and dumb as a I mean, since I'm already dumb as a rock, I will take the looks. I've always yeah, wanted to be like- smart, though. I'm envious of smart people, but I also, you know, I like to – ladies you know so i'm torn on this because if i was like einstein iq and ugly you might be really wealthy and intelligent and part of very highbrow places in this world and that would be fun and you, you might have enough money that it wouldn't matter that you were ugly yeah but but if you were dumb you wouldn't know you were dumb maybe and and to go through life looking like a supermodel i hear is pretty easy einstein iq I, yeah i might change mine yeah. uh ryan allen so with cassius winston season ending injury last night in the first round game, do you think Foster Lawyer can take this team to a Final Four still, or is the tournament run over? So, was there like a mock thing last night or something I missed? Because I, yeah, I don't know, know what that is. But uh, no you know, can Foster Lawyer be uh, Corey Lucius or something like that? Is is the question? Um, what will he develop into? I, I I just don't think so. All right, Spartan Frank up next. Would you take coronavirus uh, ruining the 2020 college football season if it guaranteed at MSU hoops a national championship or choose to ride the situation out as it is now? I mean, I personally is is a supposed non-rooting party, right? I, I, I would – but I, I to me, I would ride the situation out because 2020 – I'm worried what this world looks like and what we look like economically and is who's still alive if it, it messes with the 2020 college football season you in the same boat oh absolutely yeah whatever happens let's go raymond chains 
I, been, I love when you're not listening and I ask you a question. I'm glad you busted me. I have been staying low. <laughs> this is Raymond Chains. I have been staying low. Do the grocery stores still have booze? Yes. And the liquor stores so. still do too, Raymond. Yeah. So yeah. There. Um, Raymond says, are you considering interactive live streaming? People could share obscene memes and sing. Technologically, we're a little limited right now. We're in separate places. But otherwise, I guess we, I mean, I could do, not really, because we got the live stream going for, for Facebook Live, and that's about what we're going to do. And my buddy does it already. I appreciate him doing that. Yeah, you, I mean, you can still do it on Facebook Live. You could, you can post whatever you want on our, uh, on our page while yeah. we're doing this. Uh, next one from Raymond. Do you have an involuntary bowel loosening when I forgot to submit questions on Tuesday? I knew something caused that. I didn't know it was that, but yes. Gross. Uh, next one from Raymond. I mentioned dueling last time. Perhaps full armor, full contact medieval games are also in order. Armor uh, insulates from the virus, and the rest satisfies bloodlust. It would be interesting if we, we could go back to things sports were just in full protective gear where you can't catch it. Like, I mean... I'm with you. I, I, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. At this point, I would watch hence, uh, fencing. I would watch jousting. I would watch a lot of stuff that I probably would not have watched a week ago. All right. Uh, Raymond Chains, last one. Will you two follow me on Twitter? Done. We'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jake Jason, Hawkins. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to speak <laughs> for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jake Hawkins, California Governor Gavin Newsom, has ordered 40 million people to stay home. If a similar order is given here in Michigan or nationwide, are you prepared? I mean, yeah, the, I would have to slow my pace of eating a little bit. Um, but as long as you go out and get essentials, yeah, I mean, you know. Grand portion. Grand, yeah, Baby, grand I get portions. one grand portion a meal. <laughs> Jake also says, are you stocked up on booze at home since you can't go to a bar? Duh. Yeah, yeah, we got enough. And the big thing is, too, we don't. my, my uh, Elizabeth's stepdad can't come over because they're quarantined. So uh, that helps keep the... Uh, the uh, whiskey stash full full bore <laughs> nice uh jake says with the lion stockpiling draft picks do you trust bob quinn to make the right selections i'll, I'll let you ask this yeah uh i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know i have to in quinn we trust i guess right until he blows this draft too and with drafts we've always talked about it's hard to either dissect or give grades right after the draft until we see these guys Wait. on the field so who knows Hold on, I got my wife in the room here. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> she really walked in to show me something. <laughs> Did anybody hear that? That was great. <laughs> no respect for the show. Oh my god! Usually it's a phone call. <laughs> now she just comes on and uh, now it's in person. Yep. Oh, uh, we appreciate you having her on. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. Wait, okay. Next question. <laughs> Jake also says, "Do you uh, do Jim Nance? What do you do? You Jim Nance is a little relieved he doesn't have to work now. Let alone. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Okay. Let alone give away one of his ties. Uh probably not. I mean, this is what he loves to do, right? What else is he going to do except be rich and live in his whatever house he does? But no, Jim Nance has a great life. I would, I would think, I would think not. We'll, uh, we'll save some of these other Jake ones for later because we're just doing an hour today. Let's move on to Chester. Chester says, "Do you think the COVID thing goes gives Xavier Tillman a better chance at returning because maybe he feels like he didn't complete the mission?" I think I don't know, but I do think it changes the dynamic a little bit. That he would have certainly felt like he had had his moment in college basketball, maybe. And maybe that changes. I think it'll ultimately come down to other things, his family and, and finances and where he'll get drafted. But 
certainly there may be something he thinks can still be accomplished in college basketball, and if that wasn't there, it may make the decision easier. All right, uh, where are we at? Who's the who is the purest shooter you've ever seen in person? I think Sean Respert t- still for me. Um, watching him as a senior in college is probably probably at you, McGrady. McGrady for real? Yeah, it just he made yeah. it look so easy. Pure. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, in person, I, I think he was one of the most purest shooters I've seen. But maybe I'm okay. Uh, I skipped one of Chester real quick. Who's the guy you thought would have a great po- pro career, football or basketball, that from MSU who didn't? Anybody for you that, that really that really stands out? I always thought Keith was going to be. I always go back to him whenever these questions are asked. I thought he would have a decent pro career. I thought I thought BJ Cunningham might and didn't. And the other guy who hasn't yet certainly and may not is is Denzel Valentine. And so I I don't think. Um, you know, who knows what that'll? I, I thought he was going to be a guy who could shoot and and distribute at the, at the next level, and uh, I, I don't think that's um, his career has not played out as I thought. Who's the fastest white guy you've ever seen? My friend says it, it was Kurt Gibson in college. He says he ran a four two forty. I was too young to remember. Is this true? I have heard that it is, and uh, yeah, he was about as fast as I can get. Don Beebe up there, mm. um, another guy that, that was really really fast. If you held a world record, what would it be likely for? Ooh, uh, most uh, bowls of seriously. It's on what's that on on uh, Groovy Donut Friday? Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, Groovy Donuts. Yeah, right. It would be uh, most Groovy Donuts eaten in a twenty-four hour period because we've proven I can't win the. Um, and by the way, the guy who actually beat me in the, who, who, how much you could eat in a what did I have ten minutes to eat a dozen? He did not have to do Groovy Donuts. He did some you know something much less good than that, much less filling. And so I would say most groovy donuts eaten in a 24-hour period. All right, let's get down to jerk guy here. How many times do you touch your face during an average show? Uh, Dude, I'm bad less at it. Now. I, ca- I, know, I less caught now. myself twice. It's, it's, yeah, and it's at least not. you're not on camera anymore. Yes. Uh, jerk guy, better beard, Scotty Hazelton or Mike Panachuk? Hazelton is pretty good. Panachuk is badass, though. I like the the big beard. It just... Certain guys it really fit, especially if you've got the bald head. Um, I'd say Hazelton right now. Are you uh, are you in lockdown? Have you started hallucinating yet without medical aid? I'm still okay. I, I worry about where we're going to be in in a week. That's that's for uh, for sure. All right. What's the best coronavirus conspiracy theory you've heard? Best one is what the cocaine fixes it, right? <laughs> the idea or cocaine causes it. I don't know which one it was, but the idea that you should or shouldn't do cocaine. <laughs> would probably be it's uh, a good one and yeah that is, that is a that is a great one let's uh let's skip to the uh the second to last one uh do you have enough toilet paper at home for today for today i i do yeah that is a slight concern at some point if this becomes an issue where there is no toilet paper all right that is a wrap we got some more from real protect jerk guy and chester lemonade that we will save for tuesday some really good stuff here uh appreciate everybody appreciate groovy donuts Go to GroovyDonuts.com or stop in either of the two locations in East Lansing or in Williamston. Good show, man. Yeah, man. See you. Have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll talk to you Monday. Couch to the Roof.
Hi, this is Doug Warren, the sports director for Spotlight Media Studios. Over the last week, myself, as well as a lot of the hosts you hear on the Spotlight Radio Network, have been asked, either personally or via direct message or otherwise, if we were going to stay on the air and keep broadcasting our shows during this COVID-19 pandemic. With most major sports being canceled, what were we going to talk about? Well, our job is not just to talk sports, but to also entertain and, most importantly, inform you. We're going to continue to do so every day in the most entertaining and informative way possible. A lot of changes are happening in our daily lives as we know right now and we here at spotlight media with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.